Welcome to the Warrior School podcast, the podcast for women who train. I believe following a plan that works with your body and has a timeline of years is the future of women's training. I also believe women can train hard. We just need to learn how to do it in a respectful way. So Warrior, this is your go-to show for practical information on training, nutrition, hormones, and performance. Myself and tons of experts will help you create a training strategy that works with your body and gets results. I am your teacher, Amy Bow, coach, dietitian, and the creator of Warrior School. Okay, Warrior Woman, let's do this. here we're here together which is very cool it has been a wild month four to six weeks august was wild Uh, we had momentum call madness so all of my warrior women have a monthly momentum call It's a one-on-one coaching call. And in August, we ran Momentum Madness. And every woman had two momentum calls. So it was, she was a big month, uh, but an epic month. Those momentum calls, they've got to be one of my most favorite parts of Warrior School, of my work. So I just had the pure pleasure to connect with all of these amazing women through August. They were on fire. We were on fire. We are, we're changing the game when it comes to women's training. There, there's so much reinvention going on in their lives. It's epic. They, they light me up. One of the things that I love about Warrior School is that it's this circle of inspiration And I learned so much from all of these very, very cool women. So August, she was a huge month. Uh, I pushed a lot of them out of their comfort zones. Uh, We, you know, dug deep on a lot of old stories and beliefs. Uh, We worked really hard around this concept of believing in ourselves. Uh, There was so much great stuff. Also, August offered me this reinvention that I'm going through. (laughs) Uh, Yeah, I told you, she was a hard month. So (laughs) I was working through my reinvention stuff. And I, I mentioned it at the start of the last podcast episode, how I was actually using physical discomfort. So in August, I trained a lot and I also did a lot of hot, cold exposure. And I was doing that to avoid <laughs> the discomfort of the reinvention of thinking about the business and the model and (laughs) dealing with all the thoughts and the feelings that were coming up from feeling really stuck. But I became aware of that. I also have some very cool people that are on my wise council or sit at my table (laughs) that pointed out what I was doing 
So I put myself in a couple of timeouts. Uh, timeouts for me are in the mountains. So I've done a couple of timeouts, but then this week I came back to it. I sat with the thoughts, the feelings. I had a great one-on-one call with John, my business coach. We've got clarity. I've got clarity. I've got a vision and I am marinating in the plan. So we, I feel like the momentum and the speed is coming back. It's going to be a lot of work, but it is going to be epic. And I can't wait to share more with you. Okay, what else is going on? Well, we're doing a 21-day challenge in Creator Club. It's a marketing challenge about building your voice. So (laughs) yesterday, actually, yesterday was a cracker of a day uh, because when I put myself in timeouts, you're taking time. And so I just have so much work to do. And I feel really guilty when I have timeouts. But yesterday, you know, the, there was, the kitchen was a mess. There were dishes all over the place. I was in my training gear the whole day. I had back-to-back calls uh, and meetings and work to do. My hair was a mess. Uh, and, you know, I, had, I hadn't made my three posts and it was 6 p.m. So in this 21 day challenge, it is all about uh, building your voice, marketing, telling your story, connecting. And so there are certain rules that uh, we have to follow. And one of the rules is to do three posts a day. And that can be across any platform, using any medium. Uh, It can be email, podcast, stories, an Instagram post, YouTube, you name it, baby. Uh, and, um, And what came up for me when this challenge was presented to us was when I first started to build my social media when I first started to really show up on Instagram it was really hard and it felt overwhelming and challenging and scary and it took a lot of energy and what I what I want to offer you when You know, we can be afraid to try something new because it might not work out. You know, we might fail at it, look silly. We might be judged. We might not be able to see it through. But what happens is that if we can stick with this new thing, we build capacity And it's all about capacity. So I have been doing social media now for probably three or four years. And at the start, it felt foreign and really uncomfortable and hard. And there was so much energy that went into every post. But now, three years later, I have built capacity to do it. So when this challenge was presented to us, it turns me on. It turns me on because I've been in the practice of building my voice and my story for years. I'm very good at speed uh, and creating content. And so I get turned on by this. But for a lot of people inside of Creator Club, it, it's really overwhelming and it's really scary because a lot of people haven't spent the time building their capacity. And we can really extrapolate that to 
any area of our life, if we are wanting to create change, if we're wanting to try something new, it feels really scary. But, and for me, I think there's there's a few pieces to it. There is the story that we tell ourselves about how hard it's going to be about, you know, being judged or we're going to fail or who am I to do this? So there's the story piece. Then there is the nervous system piece, which is if we don't have a strong nervous system or we don't work to keep our nervous system strong, we won't have the capacity to take on this new hard thing. So this is why in warrior school, we really spend the first nine to 12 months building the foundation, building their capacity. Can we show up to the practice three days a week? And at the start, that can feel really hard. If you haven't trained or you haven't trained for a really long time or you've never had a consistent practice, Showing up three days a week consistently feels hard and scary and overwhelming. And we have a story in our mind around it might not work out. I might fail at it again. I can't be consistent. But we show up three days a week and then nine months later, 12 months later, it is what we do, we identify as the woman that has a consistent training practice and believes that she is capable of doing it. We have built capacity to do that. So I just want to offer you that if you're thinking about trying something new and you feel afraid and scared and there are all these really cool stories in your mind What if you went into that with a posture of trying it on to see how it feels, to see if you like it, to see what happens? And this concept comes from one of my warriors, but she is also a fellow business owner inside of Creator Club, Julie. And so I am borrowing this concept from her and because I think you know trying new things and especially challenges so you know we see 21 day challenge and I think that can be triggering for uh, a lot of people because well I think challenges get a bad rap most people don't like them and I think we can thank the fitness industry you know their six to 12 week weight loss challenges for that. Uh, And I think we've been really scarred by challenges. But what if, what if we've got it wrong? What if challenges actually help us break through old stories and beliefs? Or more so, they actually don't give us time to wallow in our own shit. So for a lot of business owners in Creator Club, You know, they're going to commit to this 21 day challenge and they have positive peer pressure around them. You know, they have everyone at the table with them, cheering them on, supporting them. And so we're building speed. And when we build speed, it doesn't really allow time for us to just wallow in our own stories and our own shit. And what if challenges help us throw out how it should be and push us to create our own rules? What if we created our own friggin' rules? What if challenges make us realize that we can't always wait until we feel like it to take action? Because I can tell you, when I started my social media, I didn't feel like it. (laughs) And often if we have all of these thoughts and feelings and we're afraid and we have, you know, doubt and overwhelm and fear, of course we don't feel like doing the the thing, the hard thing. And this, this quote comes from Seth Godin. And he says that your work is too important 
to leave it up to how you feel today. And I honestly believe that we can also apply that to our practice, to this whole journey that we're on. So what if, you know, doing a challenge or doing something new and scary makes you realize that you can't always wait until you feel like it to actually take the action? And I think challenges can help us build more capacity. And I'll give you an example. So Carson, my lover, he is also doing the challenge, but he's making up his own rules. He's doing one post a day. Now, he has no capacity for social media. But it's going to be really cool Because after 21 days, he will have done 21 posts, a post a day. And that's going to build capacity. It's going to build confidence. And so I did offer him, you know, when he was thinking about joining the challenge, just try it on. Try it on and see how it feels. Because I think there's a couple of reasons why challenges are so hard. They require us to do two things. One, try, try something new on. We have to try the new thing on and that's totally uncomfortable. Two, we have to keep a strong nervous system so we can actually handle the challenge. <laughs> because if we can't keep our nervous system strong, we won't have the energy to see it through. So we can be afraid to try something new because it might not work out. Yeah, we might fail at it. We might look silly. We might be judged. But if we take this concept of let's just try it on. Let's just try it on and see what happens. So I'd love to ask you for the next 21 days, what's something that you could try on? Pick something, just try it on, see how it feels, see what happens. So speaking of challenges, we're going to run a challenge in Warrior School in October. Super cool. We're going to run a PB challenge. So we're picking three lifts, three movements. And over the month of October, we're going to work towards PBs in all of those lifts. And so I am in the process of creating that challenge for my warriors to do in October. And I've just started to plan our end of year event, which will be hosted in December. We are running a redefining relationships event to end 2022. It's going to be epic. There will be... Uh, loads of guest speakers coming in. There'll be a lot of connection, challenges, uh, graduation ceremonies. Uh, so I am, I'm planning that. And then the, the last thing, I guess, which is super cool, is that I am flying home in November, which, which has been a long time coming. I've waited three years to freely get on an airplane and go home down under. So I get to see my family after three years, which is very, very cool. Okay, warrior. Today, I want to talk about how to get what you want. The other day on my coaching call with John, the first question he asked me, was what do you want? Like really want. And we talk a lot about vision in Creator Club. The vision for our lives and then the vision for our business. We also talk about vision in Warrior School. When I first meet a woman, I ask her, 
what do you want? Like really want. And what I find is that sometimes we don't even let ourselves consider what we truly want. Because admitting it to ourselves is really scary. But I've got news for you, girl. It's supposed to be scary. Especially if there is a big gap between what you want and your reality. So for me, there are quite a few parts to this that we're going to talk through today. The first part is knowing what you want, having the awareness of what do you truly want and desire in your life. The second part is understanding that knowing is a choice. You don't have to actually act on what you want or your desires. You get to choose if you want to do it. The third part is around embracing the stories and the thoughts and the fear. The fourth part is about making a choice, choosing, taking action. And then the last part is believing it's possible to get what you want. Actually, I'd probably jump back to the previous one. Before taking action, I would probably say that we need to declare it. When I was working through uh, all that stuff with John on our call, we were really working through like overcoming the fear. So working through some of the stories and the beliefs, some of the challenges and the obstacles that were coming up uh, that would stop the vision, stop the reinvention. I had to go away with that and really marinate in that. And then I, I want to choose to take action. But for me, I felt like it was really important that I started to declare it. And so I declared it to Carson. And then I declared it to another friend. And that helps me overcome the fear. It helps me also move into the next piece, which is believing it's possible. So I think we need to chuck declare it in there. Okay, so before, or I guess we could say during this whole process, we need to keep a strong nervous system. That's key, that's essential. This work, can't be done without the work of keeping our nervous system strong. And I tell my warriors this all of the time. Sometimes we can know what we want. We might even know how to get it. But if we can't keep our nervous system strong, we're not going to be able to stay in the action of getting it. So... I guess we could just spend some time, you know, we're talking about knowing what you want and how to get what you want. And when I was thinking about the word want, what also came up for me was the word desire. And this popped up because I'm doing a little bit of reading and research around seduction and desires. And this has to do a little bit with the reinvention. So I'm reading a book at the moment by Robert Greene called Seduction. And I made a post the other day around how the short way home uh, seduces us. So I've been thinking a lot about desire and seduction. You know, these things that create really big feelings and emotions inside of us. And I thought if we're like, We're talking about knowing what we want and what we're really talking about, I think, is what do we desire? What lights us up? What turns us on? What fuels those big emotions that we want to feel? So I did a little Google on the definition 
of want and desire. So what popped up for want or wanting is to wish for a particular thing or plan of action, to need something. And then I Googled desire and what popped up was to long or hope for, exhibit or feel desire for, to express a wish for. So they're pretty similar. Uh, But for me, I really resonate with desire. And let me let me expand on that. So we can say I want X, Y and Z. So when I start working with a woman or I have an initial uh, discovery call with her. She'll tell me that she wants to be strong or that she wants to lose weight. And there's two places that I go with this. One, is it a true want? And two, what's maybe the desire that's rooted underneath that want? There's a deeper layer. Okay, so let me, I'm going to give you an example. So I think that our wants or desires, they really need to match what's possible in your life. Now, I believe that you can have or get whatever you want and desire, but it needs to match what's actually possible in your life. So I did an activity on our live teaching call the other day inside of Warrior School. Our live teaching call was on training for body composition changes. And I'll always kick off the calls with a breakout group activity for the warriors to connect or a prompt or a question. And so (laughs) I kicked it off with a bang the other day and I asked them, what do you want? What do you really want out of your life? out of your training, out of your body, out of your relationships. And they had to journal that. And we're going to run a live coaching call on wants and desires uh, later in the month. Uh, And then the second uh, activity I got them to do was to pick someone that they admired for her physical appearance. And I said to them, if I could click my fingers and give you her body, who would that be? And when you see that person, why do you admire her? What what attracts you to her? So stay with me. (laughs) There's a, a really cool purpose to the activity. And so I gave them five minutes and they really sat with it. They marinated in it and they picked a person. And then we shared you know, why did we pick that person? So I'm just going to chuck out one example that came up. So the warrior said to me, I want to look like Misty Copland. Or, you know, when I think about this person, it would be Misty Copland that I admire for her physical appearance. And I asked them to, to tell me why. Why is she attractive to you? And what this warrior said was, she looks strong. She looks feminine and powerful and graceful. And she makes everything that she does with her body look easy. So I said to her, well, you're never going to look like Misty Copland. I'm never going to look like Misty Copland. And that desire doesn't match what's possible for you in your life. But we can say that I want to embody or I desire to embody the characteristics or traits of strength, femininity, grace, power. I want a body that allows me to do what I want with ease and grace. So 
by saying that or by reframing it, we then get the desire to match what's possible in our life because it's not possible for me to click my fingers and give you her body. And actually what was really cool, a couple of the warriors on the call said, I would love my body seven years ago. And then, and we unpacked that and they said very similar things. It was that their body felt and looked strong, that they trusted it, that, you know, it carried them through life on, on their own terms. And so we can take these characteristics that we see in a physical appearance that we admire in another woman. And I think that's what we really want. I think we just want to embody the characteristics. I don't think we want to look exactly like them. I think we want to look like us, but we want to powerfully embody. We want the desire to match what's possible in our life. And there's a lot of friction that gets created within us. And then I think, you know, there are two things I hear when I ask this question to the women that I work with or that I jump on a call with. Uh, So I'll ask them, what do you want? What do you really want out of your life, your training, your body, your relationships? And I normally hear two things. The first is, I know what I want. I want to be stronger. I want to have more energy. I want to lose weight. And then this is where, you know, they seem very clear on what they want. But then I'll ask them, okay, so what's underneath that? There's a desire underneath that. And then we need to see if that desire matches what's actually possible in your life. So we go deeper on that. Or I'll ask them, is what you want, is your goal or your vision or your desire, are they actually yours? Are they your wants? Are they your desires? Are they your vision? Excuse me. I'm going to have a sip of tea. I'm on fire here. uh, And I've also been talking all day. So (coughs) okay. And this is a really important question. Is your goal, your wants, your vision, your desire, is it yours? Just maybe write it down in a journal, in the notes section of your phone if you're out walking. I want you to just marinate in it. I just want you to pop it somewhere and I really want you to think about it. Then the second response I'll normally get is, well, I don't know what I want. (laughs) Or if I take the first response and then I make them go deeper and we try and go underneath, and we try and look at desires, uh, or we try and really flesh out whether or not the the wants or the goals are actually theirs. Sometimes they'll say, well, I don't know what I want. And then I'll ask them, but if you did know, what would you want? Or if you could have whatever you wanted in the world, what would you want? I bring it back to if I could click my fingers and give you what you wanted or what you desired, what would it be? And then all of this stuff comes flooding out of them. (laughs) So I've been a coach for 14 years and I've worked with hundreds and hundreds of women. I've had thousands and thousands of conversations And I think I'm only just beginning to understand what we truly want, what we truly desire. But I'm still listening and I don't have it quite figured out. So I thought that I'd share with you what I want, some of my wants or my desires in my life. And then I'm going to offer you up an activity to do which is to create some space, to create some time and listen to the episode again. And then I want you to think about 
What do you want? What do you really want? Okay, so here are a few of mine. And, you know, we could go deeper on these. You know, we could really unpack them. But here, let me share a few. So I desire to be strong and feminine and powerful and graceful. I want a body that exudes femininity but strength. I want to be desired and wanted. I want to look and feel great naked in my body. I want to be athletic. I want to have great sex. I want to be seduced. I want relationships that are full of pleasure and passion and desire and fun. I want a healthy body that can carry me through life on my own terms. I want eternal youth. (laughs) I do. I want to have beautiful skin. I want confidence. I want to be a leader to all women when it comes to building powerful relationships. I want to create an epic online coaching business that will change so many women's lives. I want to make a lot of money. I want powerful relationships. And maybe you want some of those things too. Let's be honest. Let's get really honest. (laughs) You know, and what I can share from the thousands and thousands of conversations that I've had is that We all want to feel strong and feminine and graceful and powerful. We want to show up to our life with a posture of confidence and belief. We all want to be desired and wanted. We all want to be seduced, whether that's by our intimate relationships or seduced by our relationship with ourselves and our body or with training. We want training to seduce us. We all want relationships that give us pleasure. We all want passion and fun and desire. We all want to be confident in ourselves and in our bodies. I guess I'll just ask you, how's it working out? Not great. (laughs) Okay, I hear you, girl. Well, I'm here to offer you hope that maybe there is another way. You know, maybe there's an alternative solution to helping you not only know what you truly want, but to be able to achieve, to be able to get what you want. So you see, I believe that, you know, I believe that, I believe in satisfaction. You know, I believe in appreciating what we have. I believe in celebrating ourselves and our accomplishments. But I also believe that we can do more, that we, you know, we want more. We want bigger. We want different. We want excitement. We want passion. We want powerful relationships. We want more. So I think we can be proud of ourselves and we can hold this belief that we can do better or we can want for more. 
So everything that I do, I think that's quite not quite good enough, you know, make it better or demand more from yourself, want more, want bigger, want different. But I also acknowledge my hard work and discipline and I celebrate myself. And I think a lot of women have a really hard time celebrating themselves. We often diminish our wins. And a lot of the time, maybe that's because our wins weren't big enough or cool enough or it wasn't the result that we wanted. And I think we get to this place and we get really stuck is because we haven't been clear on, you know, we don't know what we want. Or if we know what we want, we just can't quite get it. (laughs) We're having a really hard time getting what we want. So for me, self-awareness is the first piece of this. That's the first part. And that's one of the skills that throughout the podcast, the Warrior School podcast, and throughout Warrior School, you know, that I want to teach you. I want to teach all of you that first we need awareness. We need to be aware. We need to understand, you know, ourselves. We need to understand what we're thinking, what we're feeling. We've got to be aware of and we've got to know what do we want, truly want, really want. What do we desire from our life? And remember that I offered you that knowing what you want is so scary. It's super scary. And this is kind of how you'll know if you're really tapped into that true want, that true desire, that deep desire, it will feel scary as hell. It will feel so scary because it's scary to bring the true want up, the true desire Because most of us, what we want is way beyond what we currently have in some ways. And so it's, it's meant to feel scary. And if it's not feeling scary, it's not your true want or desire. And you've got to go deeper. So we need self-awareness. That's the first part. That's step one. We've got to spend time thinking about it, marinating in it, getting to those deep desires and wants, looking at the vision for our life. And it could look very similar to what we currently have. And remember, we can be satisfied. We can appreciate what we have. You know, we can celebrate where we are and what we've created, but we can also want more. We can want bigger. We can want different. The second is knowing that it's a choice. So we can get really clear on knowing what we want, our true desires. And it can feel scary and there's so much fear there. But, you know, the... We need to get to the truth of it. So telling yourself the absolute truth about what you want, that's really important. So the truth is, I don't want to get married or I don't want to be married anymore. The truth is, I actually don't want to have children. These are just examples that I am. (laughs) I am cycling through. And, And once we know that truth, We then need to know and understand that it's our choice. We can choose to step into this, to the next part, which is overcoming the fear, unpacking the stories that we tell ourselves about why we can't have what we want, why we'll never get there. An example I'll give you, I was on a call with one of my warriors the other day and we're changing, uh, we're changing something up in our work together. She's one of my original OG warriors. So she's on an older model, an older journey. Uh, And I'm bringing her into what uh, a lot of the, the warriors that are in warrior school are doing. You know, they're using the warrior school uh, 
model, the framework. And I had to bring her into this part because she's she's got to come with me in the reinvention. So part of that is changing her training and she'll be training four days a week on her own. And she said to me on the call, Amy, I'm so afraid that I'm just going to fail. And so we unpacked that, the story that she was telling herself about why she couldn't have what she wanted. And there are a few parts that we went through that I really wanted to share with you. So for some context, a couple of my OG warriors that live here in Vancouver still were on a a little bit of a different model and they still trained with me a couple of days a week physically in my um, physical gym space. And there was only two of them that were on the original older model. The rest of the warriors in warrior school are on the new model, which is uh, they're all on individualized training programs. They either train from home or at a gym. It's all online. Uh, And then we do coaching work. They have their monthly momentum calls. They can come to all of the live coaching calls and classes. And so these original two OG warriors were still seeing me in the physical space Uh, two times a week and then they were doing two sessions on their own and I'm shifting them into the new model before I look at reinventing the whole thing and so Tammy was sharing that she was afraid that she would fail not actually being there with me and doing it all online and this is a, a super common fear when I am talking to a lot of women a lot of friction comes up around the online coaching or the online training. And we're not going to talk about that today. Uh, if that's something that you want me to talk to, actually in the there's an upcoming Q&A podcast episode coming out and someone asked me to talk more about Warrior School. So I will go into detail around the Warrior Way model, how Warrior School is structured, like a Warrior's journey inside of warrior school so I'll go deeper on that but for this warrior for Tammy she was afraid that she was going to fail and some key words came up for her and, and one word was lazy and we spent some time really unpacking this so I asked her a bunch of coaching questions and one of the things the activities that we did was I said to her, okay, let's go and look for evidence. And I do this quite a lot with my warriors. If we have this story or we have this belief or we even get clear on a want, a desire, but then we're afraid. You know, we have this fear that we actually can't have what we want. So we unpack that. And one of the ways that we do that is we need to look for evidence. Evidence that we have had similar thoughts and stories before about something, but we did it anyway and we got what we want and we moved through that. So finding evidence is really important. When we want to create change or we want to, you know, take action on what we want to get what we want, looking for evidence and having an evidence box of, hey, here are all the times that I had the same thoughts, the same feelings. It was super scary, but I overcame the fear by doing X, Y, and Z. And then I got what I wanted. And so with with Tammy, we actually looked for evidence. So we went through about three to five uh, experiences in her past where she was really afraid and she was telling her story about why she couldn't have what she wanted and that she would fail and we went through the evidence and so now she's got this little evidence box that she can go to when she needs to overcome fear around something else. The second question or prompt that I offered her was who do you want to be? 
because it's a choice that we get to make. So it links it into the second component, the second part is that we can know what we want, but it's a choice. And the way that I love to frame it up for my warriors is who do you want to be? Do you want to be the woman that is strong and confident, that builds a body, that carries her through her life on her own terms, that has all of these desires and, and then gets them all, you know, has powerful relationships, has great sex, has a beautiful ass. You know, who do you want to be? Do you want to be that woman? And if you choose that you want to be that woman, there's no right or wrong. Remember, it's a choice. So I offered her this prompt. Who do you want to be? Do you want to be the woman that trains four days a week to get stronger and feel great in her body? And she was like, hell yes, I do. I said, okay, let's move to the third part. (laughs) And so for her, the third part was working through all of the obstacles and the challenges in the story. So we can have, you know, a lot of external obstacles and challenges. So we can have environment and time and For her, when she brought up this lazy piece, what was really underneath that was she actually struggles to keep her nervous system strong. She's got a very demanding job that takes up a lot of energy and a lot of space. And so she struggles sometimes to actually regulate her nervous system, to keep her nervous system strong, to keep her energy up. So, but it was coming through as this story of being lazy when maybe she'll get home from work and she'll be exhausted and she'll just want to sit on the couch. And so she now understood that she's not lazy because we looked for evidence. She's decided who she wants to be. She wants to be the woman that trains. Then the third part was, okay, we've got to look at the obstacles and the challenges. And so for her, a big one is the regulation or keeping her nervous system strong. And so then we dug into that and we created a strategy and system to help her with that. So we can have very external obstacles or challenges, but often what I find it's the story that we tell ourselves about how hard it is, about why we can't have it, you know, that will fail. It's the story we tell ourselves that stops us from actually getting what we want. So then we worked through all her other stories that her mind was telling her around why she'll fail. Then the fourth step is we got to take action. So we created a plan and that's quite, you know, um, we look at the logistics, you know, we look at the, the schedule of work, we look at the training schedule. And so we spent time on looking at the plan. We created the plan. So that helped her overcome the fear about her failing. And we can take that and we can use those four prompts for any, you know, any experience, any, anything, any situation. So we've got look for evidence, choosing who you want to be working through all the obstacles and all the challenges and breaking down the stories that we tell ourselves. Then the fourth one is creating a strategy, creating a plan that will help us take action. So the fifth part of what we've been speaking about is declaring it and choosing to take action. We've got to declare it. And then we have to choose to take action. And the last part is believing it's possible, believing in yourself, believing or identifying as the woman that is capable of achieving the thing. I was listening to a podcast the other day. It was on the Huberman Lab podcast and it was on tools for setting and achieving goals. And it was really, really interesting because they gave a very different perspective to goal setting Uh, than I had previously come across. And I've done loads of goal setting work, Uh, especially I worked for Lululemon for quite a long time. 
and we do a lot of vision and goal work. But Dr. Emily Ballitz, I think, was the uh, researcher on the Huberman Lab podcast. She is actually a motivation researcher, which is super cool. So they were talking about uh, vision as a tool for setting and achieving goals and how, so what she did when she started her research, she actually went to, uh, I think it was a, a recreation space or a track. And at that track, there were elite athletes there, runners. And her studies or her work started by studying those elite athletes. And they were looking at the ones that got the best times. So a lot of them were sprinters or short distance runners. And they wanted to know what helped them achieve their goal or get a great time in running. And what a lot of them shared was that they narrowed their visual field, their visual focus. So when they were running, they picked someone with the shorts up ahead. And it's like they had blinders on them and that's all they focused on until they got to them and then they picked another focus so they use their vision to enhance their performance and their outcomes so she studied them for quite a while and then she moved out of just looking at elite elite athletes into general population And what they were studying was how narrowing our visual focus can enhance performance and outcomes. And which it's really, really cool episode. Like I highly recommend it. I'll pop it in the show notes just because they're two and a half hours long. And uh, I, I didn't write any notes down. So this just popped into my mind. So I'm probably not even doing it justice describing it. But if you're thinking a lot about what you want and achieving goals, it's a cool episode. It might give you a different perspective. And one of the findings, what she was explaining is that how changing our visual focus can shape how we perceive challenges, you know, how much effort uh, those challenges require and our ability to take on new goals. And so they actually play around a lot with the actual vision with our eyes. to help us narrow in on a particular goal. And that helps us actually, it helps our performance and our outcomes. Anyway, there's some super cool stuff in that episode that may help you with this knowing what you want and how to get it. I just thought a lot about blinders on a racehorse and how they, you know, we put blinders on them. So they're in their own race, you know, they stay in their own lane and we narrow their visual focus and that will enhance their performance and their outcome. And what if we did that in our life? I think sometimes why we can't get what we want. First, the big obstacle is in knowing. And then the second is, I think our visual field is too large. There's too much information. So what if we narrowed it and we can think about wants and desires, we can think about huge goals, but we've, what if we just pick one small thing? What if we narrow that visual field? What if we put blinders on and stayed in our lane would that enhance our performance? Would it enhance the outcome? Could we actually get what we want quicker? So I'm going to finish with these questions. Is your goal or your vision or what you want, is it yours? Are you clear on it? Do you own it? And have you declared it? Okay, go on, warrior. Go and figure out what you want and then work hard to get it. And there's one thing I'll finish on. If you do this, 
and it doesn't go well, remember I'm here to offer you hope that maybe there's another way. You know, there might be an alternative solution to this stuff that you've been struggling with. And that alternative solution is warrior school. You have to come and check it out. It's my online coaching program for women. We take all of this stuff and we apply it so you can have what you want, so you can have powerful relationships. The applications for Warrior School are closing at the end of September for 2022 enrollment and will not be reopening until early 2023. She's got to go through a little bit of a reinvention first. So if it's something that you're interested in, I'd love to have you. You've got a couple of weeks. Uh, Click the link below. You can fill out the application form and then we can have a call together. Okay, Warrior Woman, thank you so much for listening to this episode. Bye for now. Warrior Woman, thanks so much for listening to this episode. If you haven't, please give the podcast some love by subscribing now. And if you enjoyed this episode, please rate it and share it with another Warrior Woman. Also, if you want to go crazy, I'd love if you wrote a review for the Warrior School podcast. And also share and tag me with your biggest takeaways for the episode on the gram. Okay, Warrior Woman, have a great week in training. Bye for now.